This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stopper season two, episode one out is over, but here on Post Recaps, we're just getting started. My name is Grace, but of course, I'm not alone. Here, the Nick to my Charlie, the uh, Tau to my L, the Brooklyn to my Imogen. Matt Scott. <laughs> <laughs> not the Ben to your Imogen. Not the Ben. No, I don't. And know honestly, you're you're more of the Tau. I'm more of the L. I, thought, I know, but. but- I mean, I was mixing it up. I don't think either of them are. I don't think either. There's any people on the show that we are like a one for one match for. (laughs) That's that's very true. Very true. Also, Um, we're not in a romantic relationship. (laughs) No, we're not. But I was going to go with it. I was going to go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this. I'm so happy to be back with you, Grace. Like, actually, um, a peek behind the curtain Mm -hmm. right before you hit record. I I was about to squeal, but then I held myself back. I did actually hear you You squeal. Oh, wow. Oh, you didn't you hear it. Yeah, you didn't hold yourself back. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Me I mean, too. I love oh so this, much has happened. Yeah, I mean we recorded the first season and the podcast and watched it. Mm-hmm. And we're back. We're back. The show came back to us. 
yeah uh we even did a we did an end of the year podcast about Heartstopper, i think as well we so did. we we caught up uh, and then a lot has happened um yeah i mean uh i was so excited when this uh show was announced to be coming back the trailer dropped i was saying to you the other day that actually i i after the season i went and picked up the graphic novels and mm-hmm. They're fun. They're fun. Enough with Alice Osman. I love you for creating this show, and I love the yeah. aesthetic of the show. I love the graphic novels, so uh, you know. But that's fine. Um, uh, but the show, yeah. I just love. And watching the recap. Did you watch the recap? Uh, that they of played. Course. Of yes. course. So, I did watch the recap. So cute with all the actors talking about what their characters were doing, and it was so lovely. And then episode one is lovely and heartwarming and lovely and. Mm-hmm. Uh, use other words other than lovely but i'll try during this podcast eh, it's lovely it's, lovely. it's cute. Yeah. pretty cute it's pretty cute adorable adorable uh yeah just i i mean ugh, it, it was all amazing and honestly i don't feel like i have it in me emotionally to go back and watch season one at this point or at least i didn't right before recording this yeah. week just because it was so ugh, it was so powerful and also so amazing so i appreciated the recap kind of laying it out like okay here's everything that happened that, that sounds about right all the feels came back um it's awesome but I'm really excited to dive in and talk with you about this, Grace, because like I and I was telling you this the other day, but, you know, getting ready to dive in and record, I just took some time to think back to my uh, my young self, my high school self uh, as a 31 year old. It's kind of been a minute. You were 31 like, in high school? Oh, no, well, you weren't young at all. <laughs> no, I, I and by the way, I, yeah, no, uh, no, mm-hmm. I was I was normal age, thankfully. Uh, but like yeah. to go back to that point and ask myself RuPaul's famous question of what advice mm. would you give to your younger self? I was really in my feels like, oh my gosh, that that time in your life is like so different and it can be so chaotic and there's so much that you don't know or that you know and you don't feel confident in Mm -hmm. and um i'm just so thankful to kind of have it a little bit more together now but uh it really helped me put myself in the shoes of of the characters here once again as we get ready to dive in yeah i mean this was not my high school experience because i wasn't i wasn't really out in high school so i I Mm -hmm. definitely didn't uh yeah. have the stuff at the show but i just think it's amazing that the show exists for people who um you know who are in charlie's shoes who are out uh, in high school and can celebrate that or you're in nick's shoes and you're not out and you're thinking about coming out so the show is uh amazing i, I do want to say so um season two dropped all on netflix today and just to give you folks a little bit of a heads up about how we're going to cover it mm-hmm. here um uh you can subscribe to posterrecaps.com slash heartstopper and you should be able to get all of our season two coverage that we're going to be doing as well i think if you did not listen to our season one coverage it's in there as well all the episodes have been backfilled into that feed matt and i did every episode uh of season one um it is a lovely show i think it talks about it's big conversations we are not going to be doing each individual episode uh binge shows are really hard to figure out how to cover i feel like even though we were podcasting about every other day i believe we were dropping an episode yeah pretty season one by the end of it it kind of felt like uh potentially uh there was something new in my Netflix queue. So we're going to try something different. We're going to spread out the conversation a, a, a little bit. So today we're just going to be talking about the season two, episode one a premiere out. Um, then early next week, there should be a podcast that drops in your feed where Matt and I will have watched all of Heartstopper season two yes. because we can't help ourselves. It was we very can't. annoying. 
yeah, it was very annoying last season when we had to like stop and podcast after each episode. Oh my god! And uh, avoid yeah. spoilers, like for probably at least three weeks, we were avoiding yeah. spoilers, maybe more than that. So it yeah. was maddening. Luckily, we don't have to do that. We could watch. You know, we watched episode one. Have yep. we been spoiled on anything else? I don't know about you, Grace, but hopefully you. I've been spoiled been that there's so much Heartstopper to watch in my Netflix queue. <laughs> I love it, and you know, I also like that we could like look at the episode titles. So this was out. Then there's Family Promise Challenge Heat. Ooh, Heat. I know. Uh, Truth Dare. Uh, sorry, and then Perfect. And we'll see. I'm not even gonna. I, there's not even time for us to speculate about what each of those mean. Uh, so. The only question is how quickly each of us is going to binge this show because it, I mean, I, it might, that, ha who knows? It might happen tonight if, if is, I can't control myself. I know it might be bizarro world over here on the grace leader schedule. I have no more podcasts for the rest of the day. So uh, Whoa. this might be me. Uh, yeah. Just going for it the rest of the day. Um, oh. Then we're not going to be finished there. What we're going to do is probably about weekly. So if this episode drops next, early next week, uh, for a few weeks after that, we're going to bring some guests in and talk about specific topics based off the show. Um, we will see if you have suggestions for what you think those should be. If you have uh, feedback questions, you can send them uh, to to us. I will put a feedback form in the show notes. So you can click the oh. Google form that you can fill out and send us feedback questions if you have them. Um, and we'll figure out uh, sort of what themes we want to talk about what topics uh you know certainly one of these could be coming out seems like it might be one that uh, uh as i always say you don't just come out once as we've seen nick came out to his mom at the end of season uh one and then he comes out to imogen in this episode and both times yeah. are very sweet but um yeah so um that's what we'll be doing and we'll, we'll bring in some guests who also love heartstopper as much as matt and i do and yeah Chad and like and 100%, like, let us know how you feel. Of course, as always, like, one of um, our highlights definitely from the first season of Heartstopper was just having all of you along the journey because what we're seeing in this show is such, like, a lonely experience that many of us in high school don't have the opportunity to talk with others with, to commiserate with others about. And so... It's just nice to hear from people. So reach out to us. Let us know your topics that way. Use the form, like Grace said. Yeah. And uh, just know that, like, I mean, while you might, hopefully you're going to love this podcast. I don't know. I shouldn't have said that, Grace. I'm, I'm jinxing it all. We're going to fail. It's going no. downhill. But hopefully you're going to love this podcast. And um, also just know that we love and appreciate you as listeners um, being here for uh, what is really a meaningful journey with Heartstopper. Yeah, Season so two. Yeah, so hopefully uh, we know a lot of people binge the shows, the Netflix drops. We can't help ourselves. So this is how we are going to try to keep pace with the conversation um, and and get to chat about Heartstopper along mm -hmm. the way. Uh, if you missed season one, I've already spoiled that Nick comes out at the end of the season. So uh, oops, spoilers, but this is the season two pod. But go back and, and uh, check out season one. If you're like, if you've stumbled into this being like, what is Heartstopper? It is a cute coming of age, um, uh, LGBTQ romance rom-com on netflix uh did it, you just say did you just say lgbt cute yeah I, I don't know i don't think i well i guess we should call it that we should that should be like other lgbt cute shows on netflix i should like put that in the, in the yeah see that would be good right let's trademark it uh call josh wagler okay <laughs> uh i will each episode is eight uh eight 
each season is eight episodes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're very digestible. It's very good. It has this, it's based off a graphic novel by Alice um, uh, Osman, who also write, has written every episode of both uh, seasons. Uh, Lynn is the director of every episode. It has this graphic novel-y feel, like when two characters might be romantically interested in each other and mm-hmm. their hands get close, you see little sparks or butterflies or what have you. And so it's, it's, it's very cute. I would say that the show... Um, is it's funny because we're t- I was talking about how it's it is pretty light and the world that they live in is I don't know it's interesting because there is this complexity of like the nervousness for for instance in this episode of like Nick coming out but also and then we see that like Imogen is like hugs him and he's like uh she's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do and he's like this is great like it has a very positive um it's a positive world and also it's dealing with these things that are relatable because they're like hard and scary things to do like big issues big topics. Yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah yeah one of them that i'll just like call out now which i'm sure we'll talk about as we go through the episode is just the fact that nick is bisexual right, right. like that's established in the first season of course he's not out but he's bisexual. Well, he doesn't and... even really by the in season one. He doesn't even know whether he he he, he notoriously we we joked about this. He googles, "Am I gay?" Uh, and he does a test and he finds out, "No, I'm bisexual." He ha- yeah, he had the moment watching that um one movie that I'm Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean, Kira Knightley. Yes, yeah, that and, was and, his uh, reawakening. Bloom. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think like that to me was is such um an underlying story. I feel like that's going to be one of the stories or themes of the season because so many times in this episode there are moments where people are like oh so you're gay like you're you're gay because you like men it's like no I'm, i'm bisexual and as a bisexual person who like i will say i feel like sometimes when i'm just like i'm a queer person like i i feel like i I engage my own by erasure, mm-hmm. but like I totally was feeling the feels with Nick so much with that, just because mm-hmm. like that is part of your identity and it's complicated too, because like, yes, he's in a relationship with Charlie. So in a relationship with, um, I was going to say another man, but like with another boy. Yeah. I got a, a very sweet message um, after Matt, you and I uh, along uh, with the great Evie from survivor uh, did uh, the pride of spoken series or run Rob as a podcast. And someone reached out there in a straight seeming relationship from the outside. Mm-hmm. It seems like they are two straight people, um, but uh, he's, he's bisexual and, and was talking just message being like, you know um, it was so helpful to have um, our podcast where uh, we were talking about like you know people belonging in our community and and he was saying that um the the guests that we had on that on the podcast and and um and the three of us really made him feel like so much less of an imposter in the community so i just thought that was so sweet and nice and yeah i think um i think it is important i think there is um you know because there's like the classic jokes about they're not funny jokes but people being like um you're just saying you're bisexual because you know this whatever reason yeah. like all the, the you know bisexual erasure so yeah i do think it's nice um that nick is here i do think uh we don't i got very annoyed uh the lack of l and tau in season one but uh does yeah. seem we're gonna get a lot more um uh of of them uh the two of them i also think um isaac is a character who i think seemingly out of episode one we'll get a little bit uh more from in season two i think potentially somebody who might we might be looking at um potentially another um you know, uh, a person who belongs in the LGBTQIA plus uh, community uh, oh. but an- has another identifier is my little um, preview at what maybe 
is happening. I could be totally wow. wrong about that. This could be about Isaac <laughs> trying to find love. But my uh, read on this is that potentially he might be uh, asexual. Uh, was my was my read? I don't know if, if oh wow, not that. Uh, I map, did not. That was my. He just wants to do his own thing. He doesn't seem like he's looked and he's like sad, but also he's just like content to do his own thing. And I couldn't tell whether that was like sad Isaac. Uh, we have to find him somebody, or this is like he is another um, you know piece of the LGBTQ community that we haven't explored in this TV show or many TV shows. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'll also just say, like, I you know, on uh, as we talk through. Um, just all the all the sexuality sexual orientations of the people involved you know i think of kit connor who between the first season and this season uh was you know for all intents and purposes forced to come out just yeah. because of all of the speculation and, and people were saying that he's queer baiting and you know he he did come out as bisexual also um similar to his character but i think that um something i saw from him and i can't find the quote but i know a few weeks ago i saw this was something to the effect where he's talking about the fact that as a bi person he didn't feel like he was bi enough for the right. straight people or for the gay people essentially right. and i think that you know i love how this show um whether it's like let's say that isaac is ace you know, if it navigates that, I if we do go into that identity, I like that the show is educational in that sense also of, you know, helping us see how, um, I don't know, this how you kind of figure out who you are with your sexual orientation just being a part of that. Um, and I guess we'll see how that manifests for the characters involved this season. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out season one, go watch it. It's delightful. It won't take you that long. Please. Eight, like, basically 30-minute episodes. It's lovely, and it's a treat. And listen to all our podcasts that are in the postrecaps.com slash heartstopper feed. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to dive into season two, episode one, out. Um, so we start uh, very cute. Uh, Nick and Charlie texting back and forth as uh, Charlie is uh, is getting ready uh, for school. Um, Charlie's sister, who is a, f a favorite of mine in the show, Tori, Tori. Uh, is very much eye rolling at this, like, you know, they're very much, I would say they're in the honeymoon stage. One thing that I was interested in, Matt, is it doesn't, so I think he's, we get like, there's a two, two month anniversary uh, time drop in this episode in terms of uh, where we are, but they also seem to imply that Nick coming out to his mom was just like a day ago, <laughs> a day ago. So yeah. uh, in my head, the way I've rationalized that is like, that actually, like there's like a two month span at the end of season one, actually. So like, and then it's like, okay, it's coming out and then another together. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know when they officially consider themselves That's as true, together, as well. but it's sometime in the first season. And so that to me was really um, awesome, actually, that they just, uh, boldly established like okay it's the next day after coming Risk out to olivia coleman risky to do the slow timeline on a show with uh teen actors i will say uh, and i will say endeavor. i'll yeah. say especially because um kit connor has is in the gym left and right like i feel like mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. on instagram discover under like the heart there's like a heart stopper oh. section i feel like i'll just see it. he's just getting jacked with his personal trainer you know it works because he's on the rugby team you know that's, that's right that's a thing but no, he does look all... older than basically every other person at his school but he doesn't look team. older he doesn't look um noticeably older than he did in season one even though there definitely was a break in in when they filmed the two yeah um he's he's 19 so you know we don't have to you know he's not supposed to be that much yeah um 
It's not like a no. big, you know, this is not like casting like a 25 year old to be a high school student. And, and I don't, I don't think, you know, with the ages of folks that they cast, like, I don't think anyone's going to age out of their, out yeah. of their character period or, or, or to, you know, actually, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to, I thought of this, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Who knows? Someone, someone might grow a huge like beard or, um, Imagine just, wrinkles. yeah, Charlie yeah. with just a, just a, he has actually have some facial hair, but I mean, which you can mm. have in high school, but, um, what'd you make of this, like, uh, giddy texting? Uh, oh, that was very I, cute. Loved, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I, I immediately thought like, oh, I miss these cuties. And I felt like protective and also proud of them at the same time. But it was yeah. the simplicity for me of the very first, like high heart emoji text where I was like, oh my gosh, just like so relatable. This again, the simplicity of that. But also it brings back those butterflies and the euphoria of being in young, innocent love. And anytime you started a new relationship, you know, it's the, that that phase of like, Seriously. it's perfect and nothing's wrong. The honeymoon phase, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, we want it to be perfect forever, though, with with um, Nick and Charlie. That's so. what Charlie says it's going to be at the end of the episode. So it will perfect and no problems ever. He's so. right. Not he knows at all. Heartstopper. <laughs> uh, I will say Charlie's confidence is uh, his relationship yeah. with confidence, I should say, is very fascinating. In some ways, he's not confident at all. But in others, he's the the gall he, of that that boy. <laughs> he's the queer elder of this relationship. So, um, uh, all right, they see each other at school. They sneak into a storage room, and uh, and they uh, Nick does share that he came out to his mom last night, mm -hmm. and uh, Charlie is so happy, so proud of him. Uh, they kiss, and then uh, realize like kissing at school is a bad idea. Um, what? Yeah, and you know what? <sighs> to every time that so Nick has Nick says it, whatever, it's fine, but. I always feel like Charlie has this thing that's consistent from season one of being like one very understanding, always providing Nick an out and yeah. not trying to put him in a situation that's quote unquote risky. Mm -hmm. And we see that continuing here, which, which makes sense because it's only a few days later from, from probably the last time he yeah. made the same, same comments in the show. So I, I yeah, I do love, Char I love how just like Charlie is there to give his face. Cause I have been in one of these relationships uh, when I was in university where I was out, but my, my like boyfriend at the time was not out. And mm -hmm. it is, you definitely do want to be, I, I just, I'm basically what I'm going to admit here is that I wish I was more like Charlie all the time. I think I was wow. a lot of the time. And then there's other times where you're like, Oh, it can be very annoying to like be in a relationship and it be stifled. And then you're not like upset with that person because you understand why they're not coming out. You like are mad at like society for like, yeah, making it's scary to come out, you know? Well, that's the thing. I think season one, I was a little bit mad at Charlie for always being so cautious because I'm like society, like you should be able to make out wherever and whenever you want. But I, I do think it's really awesome how as a boyfriend, he he's constantly, you know, very calm again, very understanding and not pushing Nick past where Nick wants to go at yeah. any point in time. And even when Nick tries to go there at different points, like Charlie's like, it's okay. You'll get there. It's again, wise elder, even though he's younger, but yeah, you know, I mean, they all, they also, it's not like they're not pretty pushy when he decides that he wants to tell Imogen at the party. We'll get to the party, but um, we'll get there. So um, Isaac and Tao are like, okay, you know, it's fine that he, you know, it's great, but we just want to make sure that like, you know, you're okay. And this is, you know, things don't move too fast or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this is where uh, we'll see L uh, they're in the convenience store. Um, and uh, L is, is poking fun that Tao is the one giving relationship advice. He says he watches romance movies, Matt. So he's an expert. 
You know, <laughs> uh-huh. Tao. I watch Tao. a lot of romance. I have movies. to be. I, I this is be why nice, I'm this now. I realize I'm. I have to be nice because mm-hmm. uh, I again I'm coming around on Tao a little bit. Yes. Tao tries. Tao also, you know, I, I think that he knows some things. I will say he had some takes. Like you, you just going back a step before the convenience store. Like Charlie mentions uh, to to Tao and to Isaac, like, I'm going to help him. I think he's, he might even say, I'm going to help him come out to yes. Nick or I'm going to help yes, him something to right. that effect. And Tao is careful. He's cautious. He's a little skeptical, which season one Tao, I felt like was overly cautious. Season two Tao, properly cautious. <laughs> because it's season like, you're, one you're, yeah, I, what, what's the contrast here? Well, season one Tao was like, they thought that like, um uh charlie had a crush on a straight boy right which is the big mm-hmm. like he's like oh i'm sure he's gay but like uh nick wasn't out right so i feel like that's different now i feel like i don't know i feel like this is where tau i think doesn't have the like uh the leg up i do think like when he thought maybe like poor charlie's gonna get his heart broken when like he's crushing on a straight boy yeah more fair i think for tau but i think now mm-hmm. that it's like charlie's figuring out how to come out i don't know i don't tau yeah i don't the thing for me that i've like um is interesting to me in terms of because we, we jump into tau and l they have like this awkward mm-hmm. moment in the in the um in the convenience store and one thing that i'm like interested in, like in terms of tau's sexuality that'd be interesting because on one hand i do like that the show lives in a world where like yes we know ella's transition because she switches and i love the way it's so minimal like um in the recap they're like you know she's like and things with Elle are tricky because she's transferred to the girl's school and they, like they just impl- like that's like basically implied that Elle is trans without saying that Elle is trans right which I, I kind of love I love this mm. like um um that it does her character doesn't need to be about being tra- like I go back and forth on this when we talked with right. Todd <laughs> on um on the Pride of yeah, Spoken I go spoken. back and forth about like to have a character who's not explicitly out as trans I think sometimes reads dishonest to what it's like to live as a trans person because it like i feel like it it intersects with my life in a lot of ways um the other thing too is like the tau and l relationship like was i think the premise of the show is like tau is straight he's always been straight okay l has now transitioned and now tau is seeing something in l although very much is denying it over the course of this episode um but where did their like flirtatiousness like they're very like affectionate and close you know when did that start is like a thing that i'm I'm like intrigued by, but I, I, I say that, but I also think I like the way the show leaves it in terms of like, yeah, this is what the relationship is like now. Who cares what it was like before? Yeah. It feels kind of, to me, it feels kind of realistic. And I mean, again, we don't know where things started when season one began with their relationship, but you know, I, I like, I love the will they, won't they of it all. And I also just acknowledging the fact that like, maybe there won't be a love story there at the end of the day um i guess we'll know very soon and we'll talk about oh if there's not i will be furious but if there's not i would also be hurt but only because i understand that feeling of like that friendship like are we friends is this more than friends like what's happening here um type of vibe and you know sometimes it just doesn't evolve into a relationship but it better evolve into one here else i'm gonna be really upset yeah um uh, yeah because they're just so cute even as they fight over apple juice like really have you ever fought over apple juice with anyone in a cute way probably i haven't no i don't think so no yeah no i don't think so um well 
Uh, Elle confides with Tara and Darcy that it's a bit weird. It's a bit awkward. Not sure if um, Tao reciprocates her feelings. And so they say, well, just flirt with him and see how that goes. Uh, foolproof mm-hmm. plan. Um, Elle's a great flirter, by the way. She's great pretty good. Yeah, she flirtation. touches his, his hair and yeah. says it would she's be good like, if it was oh. long or short. <laughs> she's like, oh, but it's, it, she doesn't say this in these words, but she's like, oh, it's sexy long, but it's also sexy when short. I think I yeah. love it. It's awesome. It's okay, like, bye, oh my mom's here. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there, there were sparks. Like, I think we keep getting. There were these butterflies. They get butterflies, butterflies which I love. We I love get, that they have their own aesthetic. Side note, I completely missed the butterflies sparks the leaves all of that and and the particularity of the aesthetic as you're pointing out mm-hmm. um i just i missed it but it's it, it, we're, we're just seeing the the energy between them and the vibes between them but we're not going there yet but we need to get there come on like we need we'll the love we need the love story there's, eight, there's seven more episodes to go. i want yeah. it now grace Nah. Uh it's that's funny because I wanted it so bad at the end of season one, and now I'm like, okay, but now now that they're back, uh I can live I know in this, I can and live I was, in this awkward. Moment. I was like, but Grace, isn't it better if we wait? Um, but now I'm like, okay, let's go, let's get this show we've on. The switched, road. we've switched roles. Um, I'm only confident because I'm confident it's gonna happen, so that's why. Yeah, me too. That'd be um, wild if it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Nick and Imogen are going to agree to still be friends. Very sweet. He says, uh-huh. uh, she says, um, I want to be friends. And he, he says, yes, I want to be friends, too. And she's telling him all about her new dog, Brooklyn. Um, and she has a crush, but she 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 won't quite reveal the details. Okay, so 
uh, Grace, when uh-huh. she mentioned it, did you immediately know who this would be? Uh, yes, be- only okay. because uh, yes. she's always with Ben. So I figured I, Harry was somebody who I was like, maybe it's Harry. No. Um, I thought maybe there was a world where she was going to be like, I- I'm so in love with Charlie and you- you're close friends with him. Can you help me? But I. My my, I would have put the most money on it being Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there was even like a shot of I think Imogen sitting next to Ben. Imogen walks over toward Nick and Ben. In season one, they're always they're always together, basically always together. But yeah, yeah, I I was like this. That's that's Ben. Yeah, Imogen's falling in love with another man who is not probably not in it. Um, but she's got to go get her radar fixed. I feel like that's a theme though. I feel like I feel like this is a thing that happens to people sometimes. Like, you know, you um yeah, it happens from time to time. Like, you know, there's like you date one person, you're like, oh, they came out. Like I I, I thought that they were straight, but they're and then you date someone else, and it's like, yeah. oh, they're also coming out. Like this yeah. is a pattern. Yeah. Pattern um, of behavior. Yeah. Um, but I, I also will say, like, part of this for me that was a big question that I just had to like. I was screaming at the screen, like, how does Imogen not know about Nick's sexuality at this point? Because I'm pretty sure with Sports Day that um, they that she saw Nick and Charlie running off holding hands. And so I was confused how she was so clueless and I was judging her very much at this point. She's a, I mean, I know she'll like kind of jump the gun on the, on, on mm-hmm. uh, saying it, but um, it's kind of sweet if she, she knew and she's been just yeah. been waiting for Nick to tell her. That's the right thing. That is the right thing to do. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I didn't give her that much credit. Oh. Um, mm. All right. The year's 11. They're going to go to GSCE studies. Uh, so this means that uh, Charlie does not get to sit next to Nick uh, in, in study hall. So sad. Right. Um, instead, Nick is going to be sitting next to Ben. Um, they, they were they have assigned seats, by the way, which mm-hmm. is like really come on. What are the odds? Uh, this Mr. Farouk seems pretty strict, Matt. So I don't know. Yeah, I, a violent control freak is what I might call him. Um, and also, as you know, somebody went to an all boys school, it did remind me of some of my teachers, just like the hyper masculinity of it all, which while you know, that teacher isn't directly tied to the conversations about sexual orientation. To me, it just it, it just gave the vibes of like an unsafe environment for uh, gay things, you know, or bi things or or anything that's not straight. So, uh, yeah, oddly relatable, oddly relatable. So I was having big time flashback panic attacks about um during the scene of the study hall, not because of uh, the times you were forced to sit next to somebody you disliked. This Uh was, uh, I absolutely thought, and I still do think it'll probably happen at some point this season that Nick's phone is going to get confiscated. Yeah. A big theme about put your phone away. And uh, boy, the idea that uh, this teacher would then be able to see like heart cutesy messages from Charlie, I suspect will be something we will see. I, I, it could have just been, for whatever reason about like put your phone away. It could just need to be a commentary on strict teachers in the modern school. Oh, no. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, this gave me huge panic attacks about the ways in which you as a queer person potentially get caught being queer without having any control over whether it happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, the phone confiscation thing, I was like, I don't like this at all. And I think this is good. Although I do think 
the way that the show works, I would assume Mr. Farouk will get a little bit. I, I don't think Mr. Farouk is then like being like, I'm calling your mom. I'm like, what I think he's going to like no. have a talk with Nick and give him his phone back. But like, tense, this is what I mean. The show, I think, and we haven't seen anything about this yet, but I no. think they're setting up Mr. Farouk for it to feel like the worst case possible when his phone gets confiscated and it starts buzzing and there's like gay messages on his phone. And then for him to be like, here you go. You can have your phone back. So yeah. Cause the, it's okay. Well, you can be you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that's what you have to hope. Right. But like, I, I'm with you where I feel like it's, it's going to be a, a moment where, you know, the, the messages are on the screen from Charlie and who knows what Charlie's going to send through. They're getting hot and heavy and everything. And so he's going to look at the phone, like, who's this chart? Like I could, we could see it. It's right there. And it'd be so easy. Um, to, to imagine this kind of smart ass teacher, you know, asking who's this Charlie guy you're messaging with da, 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 da. and that ends up outing Nick. So uh, the anxiety yeah. grace that we have to live with of things that probably possibly hopefully won't happen on this show um, is, is tough, but so thankful that we're not sitting with this for multiple weeks. Would you like to hear my maybe my most my most embarrassing uh, school story? I, I don't. I think this is one of the most embarrassing. Which is um, a friend of mine and I, who at the time I now realize in retrospect, I definitely had a huge crush on. Uh, mm-hmm. I just knew it. I, this is like now I can see it. And um, we were being made fun of because we other kids had like figured out some sex terms that I like we didn't know. And so we're being made fun of for it. And then when we found out we were writing notes back and forth to each other. And so like, this is where it's like, you know, you know, like teasing where it's like, yeah. So I was like clearly writing it like, Oh, this is funny because it's like absurd. And we're like using these terms that we've just learned what they are to be like outrageous, but also like, I'm in love with you. So like, you know, whatever. And then our notes got caught and uh, we got in big trouble because it had a bunch of very inappropriate things on our, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, this is what no. I'm saying about the stuff being confiscated. That's like my worst nightmare is, is uh, uh, Nick having his phone taken by the teacher. And then the teacher realized like, oh, that kid's probably gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh-huh. it's also a situation like where if you're the teacher, like, just don't like, don't, don't, don't read it. Like, don't look. At I, it. Don't I think the word, I think this, word, but it's like when it pops up and how can you not say is what I suspect happened to Mr. Yeah. Frick be like, I'm very sorry and whatever. And give his phone back. And like, Mr. Frick actually turns out not to be as bad of a guy as he is because it's the world of Heartstopper. It's not like he's a mean but, teacher. I don't think, but, but what's funny is that he still completely sucks. Even <laughs> just based on the yes. first impression. So. The other, the other storyline we could get is there's a big thing like in America right now about like having to tell parents if you're, if a student oh, is gay, yeah. I don't know about how much that is in high school, but like, cause you, I, I desperately, and also shame on you, uh, Harsheimer for not having Olivia Coleman in your premiere episode. So that's a tough tap, yeah, but, um, you could see also maybe that if Mr. Fruit actually sucks and is a villain and he like tries to tell Nick's mom and she's like, yeah, dude, who cares? I know. I love him. You suck. You know, is the, is the other <laughs> I will say, Grace, just on the Olivia Coleman side note, yes. thank you for sending me Olivia Coleman movie recommendations. I have yeah. not watched them. I have we'll not just say, them. it's not like I sent them to you unsolicited. You did ask what Olivia Coleman I did ask. I no, I asked yeah. for them. Yeah. And I got as far as watching the trailers for all of them. And oh. in two of the three movies you sent through, she has these epic fainting moments. Which <laughs> I'm just, I would love for her to bring that to heart. Stop her. Like, oh. 
Oh, just pass out. Like maybe not because not in in hearing from the teacher that her yeah. son's bisexual because she knows that, but maybe just at the gall of the teacher. You know, she needs. She's great yeah. at. She's a great fainter. I'm trying to see what I, I recommended. The favorite. That's the one she she won the Emmy for. I, the the lost, lost daughter and then lost the father. father. These are the movies yeah. I recommend. These are the probably that's like three of the four Mount Rushmore for Living Coleman Broadway. Um. All I right. Nick, uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie is going to rejoin the rugby team. Uh, this is delightful, very cute moment. Uh, and afterwards, he's going to give him a chocolate bar. Uh, is this product placement? This is a very much like a Dairy Milk Oreo themed cookie here. This is like double product placement, <laughs> right? For Oreo and Dairy Milk. Oh, 100 100%. It, yeah, of yeah. course it's product placement. Um, yeah. and you know he really, they really got got a lot of shots of that chocolate bar. Or a that, lot, that, a lot of that bar. Yeah, no, I don't. Whatever. I'm on note. I mean, I'm I'm watching Heartstopper. I I mean, whatever. Uh, you're queer, so but yeah, it feels like you've succumbed a little bit to capitalism. And I'll see how many product placements you get in season two. I mean, it's it's TV. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see though. Let's see if they have many more. Maybe they'll just stick with the one. You know. Yeah. And keep going with that. What just all season like dairy milk Oreo crossover chocolate bars are like a huge part of the season. Maybe it's Nick's favorite. Yeah, um, this is cute. The two month anniversary gift. Nick doesn't realize it's the anniversary, so uh, didn't get him anything. They almost get caught kissing and they decide can't kiss anymore at school. Uh, we'll get caught. Uh, just get caught already. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick hopes that they could uh, maybe he'll be out by the time that they go on their trip to Paris, like a kiss on the Eiffel Tower. Very cute. Yeah, I know. I, I think that's lovely. And like, uh, Again, they're definitely kissing on the Eiffel Tower. I'm very excited for this. I know. And, uh, you know, it, like they have to make it that far. But I also have to process this through my like U.S. mind of like, oh, they're taking a trip to Paris, which is a very like oh, yeah. I, I feel like many U.S. based TV shows in the 80s, 90s probably had a, a plot point like this where they take a trip to Paris. But this 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 makes sense. It's not not too far of a trip for them, which here. Yeah. Here in Ontario, it's very common for your grade eight trip to be to go to Quebec City, the, the Paris of the Americas. <laughs> you learn yeah. something new so, every day. Damn. Yeah. That's the where Paris we went for our grade eight trips. Oh, yeah, Quebec's Paris. lovely. It is lovely. It's great. I love Quebec City. I would happily go back. Um, Canada. All right. Well, um, Charlie's uh, parents are out of town, so he's going to have everybody over for a nice sleepover. And um, this is where Nick is going to tell Imogen that uh, he's he's bisexual. He's going to come out to her. How lovely. Yeah. And and by the way, Charlie, <laughs> again, he tells Tori, I'm trying to help Nick come out again. Charlie just being ever the helper. I really want to I want a personality test for him because I he's he's he, he really wants to just help and solve people's problems. I do wonder what Charlie goes on to, to do with his life when he grows up, like what mm. kind of career I could see him being a therapist potentially, mm. but uh, he's really, he's really set on helping Nick, which in one sense I appreciate, but the other thing that worries me about all of it is just knowing that he is not qualified uh, to help, uh, help to the extent that Nick might, might need it. We mean he's qualified. He, he, I mean, he was outed, but he's come out to people. Oh, we we'll see, Grace. We'll see, Grace. You think that you think that Charlie's going to protect Nick from well, all problems yeah, in the world? Yeah. Imogen is fine. Imogen, it'll be fine. He can help with it. Yeah, he buys all the snacks from Tesco's. So, well, I wonder where his what his where his budget's coming from. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he has a job or anything. <laughs> Just saving up that allowance for snacks from Tesco's. <laughs> Did you think he stole that stuff? Because when no. he, when he got that chocolate bar earlier, he just like kind of 
I don't know if he left the store, but I did not yeah. see him go to pay. So yeah, watch him. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Tao and Elle have this cute moment outside. She thinks her art sex, but she's something that's more inspired. So he offers to be the model um, to uh, to help her. Uh, Titanic reference. Speak. Yeah, it's very funny. That was very good. They're a little yeah. too young. Are they too young for that reference? Uh, I mean, Tao Maybe. watches a lot of movies. Uh, Tao's a big movie buff. Yeah, okay. Tao's a big movie buff. So I think it's that explains it's, it away for me. It got re-released this year in theaters. So no, oh, look at that. Maybe yeah. they saw it in theaters. Yeah, some some sometime between the first season and the second season. Yeah, yeah. At the time, <laughs> I think we're still in 2022, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, Nick does have a hard time telling Imogen. It's very and and this is what I'm saying that like they definitely are like come on tell her like tell her they're like dancing behind her being like tell her tell her and uh, but she's an ally. Yeah, she's an ally. She, that's very funny. I do think uh, it's Darcy, like, uh, Darcy, Darcy being like, that. she's an ally. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's very funny. Good call back to season one. God, we love it. Um, he does eventually come clean, uh, but she already she already knew. She she said it's so obvious, which Ben says earlier, if you want to hide being gay, maybe don't act so gay, which is quite rude, Ben. <laughs> although, although Ben is an expert at it. Ben is an expert at not, apparently, to Imogen at least, uh, not being clocked. I mean, but like I, it's just so tough too because then it's like but he's but like what what is i don't know like this is the part that's that i'm gonna be processing this whole season as i binge it just like the acting gay but then you're but like what does it even mean to act gay first of all i mean yes there are a lot of stereotypical things i think that we could point to and think of but if the indications that he's not also interested in women and like what does that i don't know i, I just I, I i don't like it but i mean i don't think anyone really likes <laughs> that idea of like this is how you are if you're gay this is how you have to act and also um like you know he's he's bi well i think the only per i mean um i i think my read there is like ben it's it's mostly that like nick's infatuation with charlie who is out i think is is sort of the line ben's is much more cutting. that is pretty gay that is pretty gay to be interested in a guy. Yeah, I think so. No, no, it's specifically Nick's interest in Charlie. I will say, yeah, that is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. Imogen can just read it like he has his arm over top of Charlie before he comes out to, to Imogen. So, yeah. yeah, and Imogen says, It's like, like, is this about you and Charlie? It's kind of obvious. Yeah, you don't, you didn't like me because you're gay, and then he's like, Well, actually. Well, the I sexual thought orientation was not the barrier here. And she had like the funniest reaction. Well, she hugs him. But I thought we were yeah. going to get a little bit of like, oh, my God, you still could be into me. And I, I thought it, I thought there was going to be like a little bit of a riff because they're being like, oh, well, like, it's fine that you don't like me because you don't like any women. And he's like, no, I actually I do like women. I like women and men. Um, yeah. And then for him, she, the, I was very worried that the, like the hesitation from Imogen was going to be like, so you actually like you are choosing Charlie over me or whatever, something like that. And it's not, she just well, hugs him. And I love the, I love her line of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And, and uh, um, Nick says, this is good. This is good. Uh, I do love it. I do love the, like, we yeah. basically only have had positive uh, people coming out and people being supportive and loving. And so it's great. You know, you know, one thing I'll say is that, you know, if Imogen doesn't pursue Nick, that's one thing. But Im if Imogen does, I really like that. I'm really into that because there is a lot of biphobia, biphobia out no, there. Nick and Charlie are together. No, no I understand. I understand. I'm not talking about ruining their relationship, but I mean, like if she's like still interested in him, I appreciate that from the perspective of like a lot of, there are a lot of women who 
won't necessarily be into a guy if they find out that he's bi because they think that's code for being gay. And so I wonder if that will, like if her interest will still be there. I don't want her to to ruin the relationship between Charlie and Nick. Um, I don't, which she can, I mean, you know, I don't think she she can't, she can't. (laughs) I don't think we're going there. I think that Imogen and Nick, that's sort of like, uh, they're friends now. They're not uh, romantically involved. Yeah. I think so too. Um, yeah. Well, no, this is also where, of course, Imogen shares her crush. Right. Yes. Ben. Uh, ben Hope. Ben. The one and only. Yeah. Uh, uh, I cackled. Seems I concerned. cackled. Yeah. I cackled. Yes. Uh, sad, but um, you, you had to see it coming. Ben. Ben's not going anywhere. The only thing I'll say is that, um, you know, I at least adored the actor more than I did during the first season, just because of all the cute pictures on um, mm-hmm. Instagram and places of the cast together. It's like, oh, they actually like each other. That's cool. But- yeah, I think this will be awkward, but I actually think this is there's a path for uh, redemption here for Ben as well in terms of like Imogen. Um, being interested in him and him having to navigate how to do that. I think probably he might even uh, want help from, from Nick who will probably not want to help him, but then ultimately do because he's very nice guy. Um, Yeah. They're sitting next to each other. I do think, I I do think that I think, you know, I don't think you bring him back in the main cast to not have, I don't think he's the villain. I think Harry has been the villain. No. So, yeah. <laughs> Harry, who, by the way, we just have to acknowledge Grace. Harry will definitely age out of this cast at some point. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's kind of like the youngest uh, <laughs> looking of them all. Stay that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, you were mentioned. So it's the sleepover. Yeah. So Elle is going to share with Darcy and Tara that uh, she does not think Tao is interested in her and that she needs to get over him and they will comfort her and hug her. And um, it's sweet, but she's wrong. So. <laughs> yeah yeah um what'd you make of nick and charlie texting each other because i had the texting at the beginning of the episode is very cute this texting everybody here knows they're in a relationship i guess they are talking about things that maybe he doesn't necessarily want to say because he says uh coming out is hard which is um it's a very sweet uh because it's true uh people are like when did you come out and you have to come out all the time um but um yeah they're texting each other which i thought was annoying <laughs> They're like, mean, like heads are right next to each other. Most of them were awake, but they also were apparently all supposed to. I don't know if they all like quote unquote were supposed to be sleeping or they thought the there's no parents. They just, they just went to, but they were like time for bed. And Couldn't they also just down. like go into another room and have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then that's it's more uh, people will think they're up to, you know, as, as uh, Nick, uh, um, sorry, as Charlie's dad will say, yeah, hanky panky. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? I'll also say, I mean, it like the the texting thing, the choice to have Charlie and Nick text here definitely seems like a choice. You know, they could it's have just whispered. An choice, yeah. But I think it's a choice that's interesting because there's there's so much of Charlie um and Nick with their phones in this episode. It it just feels like the phone is its own character this season. And I'm curious to see how that unfolds because we're, yeah. we're getting a lot of that it, i almost am looking at them like please stop looking at your screen so much and just look at each other but I, yeah. I get it i get it well the next morning they do look at each other as everyone says goodbye nick uh hesitates but eventually goes back and kisses charlie uh in mm-hmm. front of everyone uh Ooh. somebody yells i think it might be darcy who yells Probably. Uh, and people think you and people and you think you look straight i think is what she says uh very funny i liked it cute moment because there's just all this stuff of like all the times that he they say hi 
high and by and by and they don't get to actually like you know i think there's a time earlier where they're gonna kiss when he leaves mm-hmm. but like they hear somebody chattering outside so he just leaves so i like this i like this moment yeah, yeah it was a sweet moment full-on make out good for them yeah um all right charlie's parents return and they ask him about the upcoming trip to paris and charlie tells them that actually i am dating nick um they seem surprised nick doesn't seem gay because he's 40 and he says that's not really a thing but okay and then they add new rules you're not allowed to spend any uh no no sleepovers and the door has to be kept open when nick is around um and yes he keeps calling it hanky panky which very much annoys uh tori which yeah i mean also i mean define hanky panky parents i mean i wouldn't call i don't know what do you call that hanky panky have they engaged in hanky panky grace no i don't no no i i would not i'm with you i don't think the show will go there i don't think i that feels like a line the show probably won't go i think it feels like it's um the or it'll be very pg yeah yeah oh gosh i mean i don't know how you keep it that pg but um yeah i mean i I just think it's fascinating because Charlie doesn't really know what to say. And he's just sharing his life. And it's so fascinating. Like his parents have a, I mean, a negative reaction overall, I would say to, to the news. It's not like, Oh my gosh, it's so sweet that you are interested in somebody and you're not alone being bullied for being gay. Instead. They don't never say like congrats or that's great, you know? And they didn't think it either. Yeah um Haters. yeah a little bit this way i mean I, I i don't know that the like you know no you know no sleepovers i don't know it's like a little i don't know i mean my yeah. my thing is too i feel like the whole like not under our roof is the worst parenting approach ever as a non-parent i, yeah, I would yeah. say like you know maybe you know you, it's good to it's good to you know it's better under your roof than under the bleachers you know yeah. i'm just saying um but i also want to appreciate tori here who i don't know if she was as much trying to intervene as just telling her father to stop saying the phrase hanky panky and you know gotta stand tori for that just uh speaking truth to power yeah so she's gonna go check in with charlie and say oh so you're telling people now and he says yes we just want people to know and uh she's a little bit worried and charlie says i'm very hopeful that i can protect nick from bullying and and everything will be perfect uh this i I feel this is ominous heartstopper uh Mm -hmm. because yeah this there's no way this is going to be perfect um even in this like very light uh uplifting world uh yeah, yeah there's gonna be stuff that will not be great about this so yeah you know i'm it, it it felt a little on the nose. <laughs> Probably was like really hitting the point home. Like I could protect him. He won't feel pressured. He won't feel stressed. He won't feel scared. Like I, I think it's fascinating because this is a level of confidence that I cannot relate to in my mm-hmm. teen years at all. Um, and the fact that Charlie knows that these are things that happen, the pressuring the stress the anxiety like being afraid like that's all reality but he is sort of in denial that those things could happen or maybe he genuinely thinks that he could do something about them to protect from them like it's it's um you know it's admirable that he wants to protect from that but the way to protect from that isn't just thinking that you could protect from it because the world the world is is a lot and uh can you really protect from the world and everything it has to offer? Yeah. Uh, 
I like it a lot. I liked I liked this last moment as Charlie is walking away. Oh, sorry, Nick is walking away, smiling and gleeful, but yeah. very ominous. Uh, although I think you did give us some indication as to um, the last episode title of episode eight and where things might be going uh, in terms of there. So um, yeah, we shall see. So that's uh, that's season two, episode one out. I liked it a lot. I, I loved being back in this world with these characters. It was lovely. It was great. Me too. And I, I love that they like this show. I mean, we didn't touch on this earlier, but like between the first season and last season, first season won so many different awards and had so much recognition and celebration. And I hope that that only serves to help other people find this phenomenal series and binge it like we're about to do, Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love this episode. And, you know, I'm going to try to take it like bit by bit, like not you know, the next seven episodes all at once, but maybe like, maybe like three a day, maybe three. No, a day. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get seven devices and play episode two on one episode three on another episode four. I'm just going to watch it all at once. See, I, I'm literally tried to do that, but the internet it, it just didn't hold up. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm excited. We will be back early next week to chat through all of season two, uh, the remaining seven episodes. And then we'll be back weekly with uh, special guests. We're chatting about topics. Again, use that uh, form in the show notes um, to submit any feedback you have, any questions you have, anything you want us to talk through, any experiences you want to share. You can share it uh, personally or you can, we can keep it confidential, uh, but we'd love mm-hmm. to hear from you folks so yeah do that don't forget to subscribe postrecaps.com slash heartstopper in the meantime matt what else you got going on and where can people find you wow thanks for asking so uh over on the wrestling rehab up over on rob is a podcast but you can check out at robiswebsite.com slash wrestling feed we have summer slam coming mm. up wwe's biggest party of the summer one of their Big four uh, premium live events each year. A really stacked show. Grace, Mari, um, and I talked about the show, gave our predictions. You can check out me and Grace talking about pro wrestling over on the Wrestling or Half Up if you would like to. Um, And check out that show. We provide a playlist of clips each and every week for people to check out and catch up on wrestling so you don't have to actually watch the show. You can just watch a bunch of short YouTube clips. Um, So there's that. You can also find me... um, here here mainly that's that's the other place i'll be and at matt scott gw over on twitter where you can keep up with whatever else i have going on um but grace where can people find you oh i'm on the socials at hi from grace or at go for grace and it's very busy over here on my end we are just wrapping up our dark rewatch pod we actually have finished the episodic coverage and now we're going to be in sort of wrap-up territory um covering foundation on apple tv covering good omens on amazon prime covering heels on uh stars uh movies each week with ariel uh the after party on apple tv plus what we do in the shadows we'll do a mid-season check-in on that that is on uh hulu on fx i'm i can't believe like n- almost none of these are on the same thing winning time on hbo return oh my gosh Sunday. so yeah all of that and whatever else i appear on um yeah i'm on the socials at high from grace at go for grace we will be back in a few days time to recap all of season two of Heartstopper. Mm-hmm. until then bye-bye bye
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.